Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, oh it's been a while since I've been able to say this, week one is just around the corner. Uh, this is like a, like I think I said at some point in this, it's like NFL football week 0.5. Games haven't quite started but we're doing like the first proper one. Obviously we had the pre-season last week. Uh, we're joined by special guest and host of other uh, pod- podcasts on the CookieCast network, the uh, Getting Over podcast, Mr. Stuart Mansing, and me and my glamorous co-host, Mr. Paul Williams, muddle our way through another season of NFL football. Isn't that exciting? If you're checking us out on YouTube, please do subscribe, because it's a big help. And if you're just listening along, you can also subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast Laces Out. Recording in progress. You know it, lady. Hey, is that sexist? So, it was that was definitely a lady's voice, or a robotized. A robot lady. That's that's the word. Computerized as a robotized isn't a word. <laughs> a robot. A robot lady. Hmm. Not sure now. Anyway, let's put that to one side. Let's park that for now. Come back to it later. Um, we're here because. This is a very, very special time. Some would call it the camp before the storm. Some would call it the eye of the storm. Thread the needle. I think I've gone somewhere. I've gone a little awry somewhere. Anyway, let's not talk about that either. What it is, is it's week 0.5 of the NFL 2021 22 season. Or just 21. I don't know. A few audio listeners who are already tuning out because you're having to listen to me ramble on. Um, I am here and supporting me in what is clearly some kind of nervous breakdown is my glamorous co-host, Mr. Paul Williams. Good evening slash afternoon slash day to you all. And joining us... The host of the fastest growing podcast on the CookieCast network, all because he opened a box one time, Mister Stuart Woodman. Say hello, sir. How is the uh, how's the fame treating you these days? Well, you know, not not enough for me to stretch to a new uh, jersey for the new season. Still, still got last my last season's threads on. But you know, can, can we not talk about me opening boxes on the internet? That makes me feel a bit weird. Weirder than having to get uh, your door frames widened, so you can. Uh... <laughs> oh well. Yeah, Surely it only be widened at the at the top. Yeah, just the top. The, just the, they, the they just do frame. this now. Yeah, that's where the boxes fit through, right? You should see yeah, the. De- that, yeah, we'll go. We'll go with that. You yeah, should see the, the demands he's been sending me. He's trying to get. He's like sent contracts that I need to sign. He wants points. <laughs> Something about getting paid. I mean, you know, he'll be the first. 
Stood on a no win, no fee basis. I mean, I, I didn't want to say anything, but yeah, if, if, if money's being uh, you know thrown about left, right, and centre, then uh, let's 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 pull them straight in the kitty. You you know full well that no money will be it, no money will change hands. The only thing that I'm interested in is points. Just swap it for points. I didn't know whether you were going to say the only thing I'm interested in is more unboxing. Yeah, stuff. more so boxes. You could, like, a little order, a little from, order together from Wrestle HQ. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enough about the other podcasts we do. Uh, Darkest Timeline, Tuesday at 7. Um, let's talk NFL football. And when I say football, I don't mean the football podcast which airs on a Thursday at 7pm either. What I do mean is NFL football. Week 0.5. No games have actually kicked off, but they are kicking off this week. So we've done pre-season, off-season, if you like, all of that. That's done. We're, we've moved on. What we're doing now is we're talking about, and I, I almost can't believe I'm going to say this, the first games of the season. It, I, I'm, I feel myself welling up at the, the prospect. Hearing that, that, that first time of the season when Red Zone kicks in and it's seven uninterrupted hours. All of it. I, I just, I just can't wait. So, no games means no stats. So there's there's that, you know, reprieve, I guess. Um, but with games coming in this week, we've got actual predictions to do. But correct me if I'm wrong. Paul, but don't we need to get some other kind of predictions? Oh, we also well, it get would certainly help. We also get to talk fantasy and the reason why Stu is here. Who's your opponent this week and why aren't they here? Is it Tim? Um, I am taking on the juggernaut that is known as Mr. James Forrester Gray's team. Whose name I can't remember. His foosball is the devil, isn't he? Still, That's for the now. One. That's the one. He's stuck with the same name as last year. There's been there's been very there's been very few name changes I've noticed in the league. As a man who uh, enjoys a podcast, I feel it's a little uh, little remiss of us to not get him get him amongst it. We'll 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 rectify it. Get when him on he's next, week. next on. Get him on next yeah, week. Yeah, I'm gonna say. He can either be on next week or he'll be on the week that he plays you, which could in fact be next week. You know? um, but yes, so, obviously in last week's uh, season preview show, both myself and Andy gave up our picks for the Super Bowl matchup, Super Bowl winning team, Super Bowl MVP and regular season MVP. So, as a quick recap, um, not, not to let this sway you in any way, Stuart, but Andy had the uh, had the, the Super Bowl pick of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Kansas City Chiefs, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to win and Tom Brady to be the Super Bowl MVP. 
Was that um, like for the year coming, or was that for like the year before? I I told him. I said, thinking, just cut, copy, paste last year, bang it in the book, and let's move on. I know you're thinking. No, we haven't gone back in time. No, you're not listening to the 2020, well, the 2020 season preview podcast or the first week of the 2020 season podcast. It is the 2021 season. It is September of 2021. We are a couple of days away from the opening game. But Andrew just, he just sees it. He just sees the repeat happening. Whereas I have gone a little bit different. I've gone for the Green Bay Packers versus the Buffalo Bills with the Packers to come out on top and Mr. Aaron Rodgers to be your Super Bowl Mvp. Okay. So, Stu? Well, it's also that time of year where you all get to laugh at me when I pick two teams that probably can't play each other. So, this is this is Paul's favourite bit. Um. Now, when I was looking, I did think about the the Packers pick on the basis of it's the whole Aaron Rodgers last season and all that jazz. Yeah, but then there's also this thing about they've only won one Super Bowl with Favre and then with him. So I, I can't. I don't know. I feel like they'll just bottle it again if they get anywhere near. So I'm. Um, I've been swayed away from them this year. Um, sorry, Packers fans, but I'm, I'm sure you'll be really bothered about what I think about that. Um, Cast views just just went down in Wisconsin, so it, it is quite it is quite hard to sort of look away from the fact that the books pretty much kept their team together, didn't they? So uh, I, you might as well stick Buccaneers down for one of them. Oh dear! I know. Listen, you two can. Chunter all you like at me about that, but you chuntered at me enough after I picked Brady in the fantasy. So I'm not chun- I'm not chuntering about it. You've picked the same as me. <laughs> and, and it wasn't a case of we were chuntering at you for picking him. It was a case of that anyone who picked him would have been given the abuse that they so rightly deserved. So I'm led to believe then from my very limited knowledge, that that means that I have to pick an AFC team now. You certainly do. See, so I'm going to kind of get this right. I'll just pick a completely wrong team. Um, That's correct. Stuart's picked the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to face the New York Jets. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, they've got absolutely no chance of getting there. I I probably should pick a Chargers but I'll pick the charges since I'm wearing the shirt, but I'm really not going to. So let's go with the Bills as well. Oh, he's, uh, he's combined. That's quite, that's quite an interesting shout, to be fair. Because I think, I think the Bills were... You know, they were, they were on target a lot of the way through last season. And every year, every year for the last three or four years I'm like do you know something I really like the look of the Bills this year and I you know I admittedly I would maybe put them a little bit in that Packers camp where I, I, I am absolutely convinced that no matter how many times they get to the playoffs they're not going to the Super Bowl anytime soon but they are they are a, a strong team and let's face it books 
Bills Super Bowl. Yes, please. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yes, please. I think I think the thing with the Bills as well is if if they do manage to get the number one seed, it's going to be playoff football in freezing temperatures, and nobody's going to want to go to Buffalo to play a. a a playoff game, so... Snow Day Super Bowl, yes please. So, we'll see what happens. But then, I'm going to have to mention his name again now. So, <laughs> so put it put it in the book. TV12, MVP again. Uh, I'm assuming that means you're having the books to win. Yes. I see. So no team has no team's gone back to back since the Patriots in oh three oh four, and obviously we all know the quarterback was there. So you're saying it's first time ever in books history, is it? It would be. Mm. So there we go, Mr. Woodman sees season long picks in the bag. He has gone for a Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus Buffalo Bills Super Bowl with the Buccaneers to retain and Brady to retain the MVP. Which brings us swiftly on to the league MVP for the regular season pick. Now, as a reminder from last week, uh, Mr. Cook has taken Aaron Rodgers from the Green Bay Packers to uh, repeat. Um, And I have gone for Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. To uh, pick up the first league MVP, Mr. Woodmansey, thoughts? Um, it's got to be another top side on it. It's probably got to be therefore another quarterback. So... Not necessarily. I mean, because there was a, there was an outside talk that um, Derek Henry could have got it last season, and the, and the Titans didn't really do yeah. anything. I know they got in the playoffs, but that was about it. My initial thought was. Obviously, the, the curse of uh, the the Madden cover will now be over, and would we see a bit of a sort of a nice run of form for Lamar Jackson again? Because I do like watching him play as well. But um, I is don't it, know. I'm just I'm going to cover. Is it me or have they think. cheated the Madden curse this time round by I, putting two of them? I put two on the cover. <laughs> two is on the Madden cover. They just have half of it each. Isn't it isn't it Brady and Mahomes? Yeah, yeah it is. Covering the bases, are they? So on that basis then, I'll stick with Lamar Jackson because if they're both knackered, just in case <laughs> covers yeah. all the bases that we're on. Do you know something? I was just sitting here now before Stuart made his pick and I was like, Do you know something? I think I should have gone Lamar Jackson season long MVP. So there you go. A, a good I was, pick. I was going to look for him in the draft and then missed out because I was trying not to uh, go too early on the, the old quarterback business. I suppose one thing that could work in his favour is that they've just lost their, like, their starting running back. J.K. Dobbins has just gone down for the season. So they're having to rely on a guy called Gus Edwards and whoever his backups are. So that. So obviously, if Lamar can get them, if he can get them first downs with his feet, then he's gonna. So that could play into your hands, I suppose. But who knows? 
So there we go. Lamar Jackson for a second season MVP. You heard it here first, lads and ladies. So, Stu's season-long picks are in the book. And as we mentioned previously, that book will... Those, those season-long predictions will build uh, week in, week out. The intention is to have the majority of our big old fantasy football team uh, on the podcast as we do each season. Uh, speaking of fantasy, should, do we go down that route now? Speaking of fantasy, uh, we did do the big old fantasy draft on Sunday just gone. Um, I, I rejoiced at uh, how quick it was. Uh, in years gone by, uh, I think we're actually still doing the 2019 fantasy draft at the moment. Um, uh, in years gone by, it's been a little uh, slow, to say, to say the least. Went super quick this time around, everybody got drafted up. Uh, I got an amazing team, isn't that right, Paul? Um, and uh, yeah, if, you, if you say so. And as mentioned previously, my opponent, I say opponent, there is a 20-point deficit between my team and Mr. Stuart Woodmancy's team. My opponent this week is Stu. You say deficit, it's only in the predictions, so those, those deficit points mean uh, diddly squat. Points mean prizes, Stu, everybody knows that. It's week one. I, I I feel everybody should get a free. Everybody should get a win week one because you know predicting. It's everybody should get a participation trophy for week one. Golden stars all round. So it is week one. Um, obviously, good luck to you, sir. I say according to the projections, um, you've already won, and the games haven't started. Let's put it that way. Um, uh, looking at my team earlier, uh, just to give you a heads up, there may be a roster change before kickoff. I'm still, uh, I'm still looking at the fact that uh, two of my starting lineup are questionable. Um, if you only two. If you compare, <laughs> you're a lucky, you're a lucky devil. It's only two. If you compare that to my uh, to my other leagues. Uh, Lineup. Oh, I think I have two non-questionable players, um, and I really don't know what happened with my defense picks because I don't think they actually qualify for points. That's how uh, how low those points are. So I'm not entirely sure what's come on there. I do think that they were projected higher before I picked them, which is weird. Um, other than that, I really don't have a huge amount of wiggle room on the bench. Uh, basically, any position I've got on the bench is outscored in my lineup. So, uh, I'll be on the uh, waiver wire on Tuesday. Stu, do you want to tell me uh, any of your... Um, ideas so that I can maybe counter those ideas with uh, you know I, I feel like I'm in a very similar position um, with the, the, the one benefit is if I've currently got nobody out or questionable so I haven't got that 
Um, but yeah, my my flex uh, pick at the moment is not filling me with masses of confidence. But and that's probably why he's in that position. Um, again, only sat there at the moment because he's the highest projected. But you can guarantee that he'll score absolutely nothing, and then somebody on the bench that's currently predicted three point four points will uh, score like seventeen or something ridiculous. So. We'll see. I don't know. I don't think I'm gonna. I don't think I'm gonna mess around with it too much. Um, I was quite happy with, the, the, for for my by my standards, I was quite happy with like the starting team um, that I ended up getting. But um, my bench just feels like an absolute dross fest. In a in a twelve team league, I am not surprised. I was uh, talking to uh, my friend Chris last night, who'd uh, done that. They, they he drafts through a different app, and they only have six teams. And I was like, "Oh, what, what's your team?" And he sent it through, and I was like, "Yeah, that won't happen in ours." There was the, he had a ridiculous amount of players where you're like, "I think he, I think he ended up he, he did take a quarterback uh, uh, for the bench, but he ended up, let me let me just find it because he got he got some ridiculous picks." Um, so he's got he got Mahomes as his starter. Also has McCaffrey. Um, also has Diggs. <laughs> um, and then the say his his backup quarterback is is Justin Herbert, which would never have happened in our that that had gone well before. So I think he's I think he's done quite well. So if if you are listening to this, Chris, um, play the league with more teams in and then see how you fare. Well, that's that's insane there. So he's got Mahomes, McCaffrey, and Diggs. So he's got potentially the number one player at quarterback, running back, and receiver there for the season. So you wouldn't be surprised if either of any of them three end up in the top spot at the end of the points. So yeah, uh, obviously none none of us fared so well um, individually because uh, we shared we shared the spoils amongst us. Indeed. Yeah, there might there might be some uh, scope for some uh, shenanigan trades. Shenanigans. Was James been in touch with you already? Has he? No, no, but I have noticed that in the, in the league, there's only been two people that have made roster changes already, and um, me and James are the two. So <laughs> solidarity. <laughs> so we'll see how we get on, but that's uh, that's probably. Uh, Probably enough fantasy talk. Enough of that fantasy rubbish. uh, So we'll we'll dive back into the actual football. So as we said, um, the first game of the season kicks off this Thursday. Not again, not to date the podcast at any point, but you know, obviously, uh, it's uh, quite a specific subject we're talking about. So the uh, opening game, as has been the case for previous seasons. Uh, is the defending Super Bowl champions opening up at home. Um, before the game, obviously, they'll do the presentation ceremony of their banner, their world champions banner that will be hung from the rafters of the stadium and, and things like that. So, obviously, we've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers opening up at home against the uh, rejuvenated Dak Prescott and his Dallas Cowboys. Um 
I'm, I'm, I think he's quite a decent opener. That. I, 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 I don't think there's any question that the Bucks will win, but I think the Cowboys could give them a decent game. Dak's back. They've got three of the best receivers in the league, arguably. They've got um, a, a healthy, hungry running back. I, I reckon the yeah, the, uh, the the Cowboys are to be sniffed at. I think it could be. Uh, I think it could be a close game. This one. I have got the books to win. So <laughs> I love that. Yeah, this is. This, yeah, they're going to be great. Yeah, but they're going to lose. So. Paul, Paul's, a, Paul's a closet Cowboys fan. That's the that's the issue. And it's our Cowboys. Absolutely no, there's absolutely no closet about it. I uh, I have no ill will towards the Cowboys. And it's how the Cowboys comes up. You just see him slowly start heading down and like loosening up that jaw and just <laughs> Cowboys. But the, uh, the the Cowboys are not my team, Andrew. You know. No. Well, they are not. No. Where's your hat? It's in the cupboard. <laughs> and technically, it's not my hat. It's a hat that my friend gave to me as he had about 18 and I had none and it was a very hot day. I mean, I've got a, a few hats, but you're not having any of mine. I don't think, I don't think I, I'm going to convert you to a uh, San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, you'll, be, uh, you'll, you'll, have, a, you'll have a task because I ain't going to be putting that shit anywhere near my head. Um, anyway, and obviously, so. we don't want to talk about the, the, the items that are in this corner of the room. Because uh, that team doesn't exist anymore, technically. So, that's the first game of the week. Uh, you said you've got the books down to win. <laughs> no surprises who I've put down to win. Stu, are you yeah, as mental as... Uh, other people when it comes to the Cowboys or have you gone with the smart money? No, books. Books all the way. That was... When I looked looked at the fixtures and I thought... I did think, oh, that's much better than the London games are this year at least. Um, but, I, yeah, it didn't take very long for me to pick the books. Shots fired. I don't know if it, it... Does it qualify as shots fired when it's absolutely nailed on? I mean, what is it with the London games where they, they get announced and you're like, yay, London get Oh! What we're going to do is we're going to give you some games to try and improve the fan base in your country by giving you the shittest teams in the league to go watch. Admittedly, I can't complain. Uh, I have had the opportunity to see the, the Seahawks play live. Um, probably Probably leave that there. Well, we're at the point now, aren't we, where 31 out of the 32 teams have now played a game over here. The only team that hasn't played here yet is the is the Green Bay Packers. So they're the only team who need to come over. So I think they've said that they're trying, they're trying to get them within the next sort of two to three seasons, I think they've said. And I don't, th- I don't think they're um, against coming over and stuff like that. The fact is that if they were going to come over... They'd have to come over as a road team because they're not willing to give up one of their home games because obviously they sell out every home game, so they're mm. not willing to give up that. They're not willing to give up that revenue that they have. So you'd imagine that it'd have to be if they were in, if it was in a season where they were playing a team like the Jags, where we know that they've got a guaranteed home game. But again, the teams when it when it obviously comes to like, like divvying up and deciding the the. the uh, London 
or in the national series game sometimes the, the teams will say well no we don't want to take like so say it was quite it was a stranger about about 10, 10 years ago or so but the um, the Cowboys played the Jags over here and it, everyone was a bit surprised because you would have thought that the Jags would probably want to keep a game like the Cowboys on their home schedule because it's probably more likely to bring more fans into the stadium with it being a bigger team so that's kind of why we keep getting the sort of the dross that keeps coming over because it's the games that no one cares about at the home stadiums and that so what is it is it, Fal- is it Falcons Jets is that one of them? Anytime, anytime you mention the Jets, it's like immediately switched off. So who knows? You never, you never know. Like it might, it might get to a point where we get a big, a big sort of divisional matchup again and stuff like that. Um, but I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be holding out any hope. Let's put it that way. Yeah, so obviously we've we've all we've all put our pick in as the books uh, for the opening game of the season, and then obviously we jump to the Sunday six pm slot. Um, lots of games in this uh, in that in that opening slot. Obviously every team is playing as it's the opening weekend. Um, I'll just go through some of the fifty-fifty uh, shots. So. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars at the Houston Texans. We've, we've uh, we seem to have fifty fifty split that because um, Matt Matt Moore from uh, other podcasting fame such as Getting Over and uh, the Football Podcast and Pursuit of Happiness. Pursuit of Happiness has also supplied some predictions for this week. So both myself and Matt have backed the Jags to pick up a win, whereas uh, Andy and Stu obviously suffered some sort of head trauma as they've picked the. Uh, Tyrod Taylor led Houston Texans to uh, to beat the Jags. Let's see. You never know. You boys could be onto something. Uh, we then have unanimous picks in the Los Angeles Chargers at the Washington r- 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 football team. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks at the Indianapolis Colts and the uh, the Carolina Panthers. At home to the New York Jets. Uh, we've then got another 50-50 split in the Vikings at the Bengals. Um, both myself and Andy have picked the Bengals to pick up a win there. Whereas Stu and Matt are uh, all over the anti-vaxxer himself, good old Kirk. Any any particular reason why, Mr. Mr. Wilmersey? No, just just historically, um, a, a team that almost became known as the Bungles, specifically through this podcast at one point in time, I was just like, uh, it's opening weekend. Plus, as well, one thing that did sway me is that I uh, I noticed that a, a certain opponent of mine this week has a Mr. Thielen in his side, so no doubt they'll be uh, smashing in plenty of points against my team, so... We'll wait and see, I suppose. Uh, another 50-50 shot we've got uh, a split is the uh, Arizona Cardinals travelling to Tennessee to take on the Titans. Um, Andy and Stu have picked the Titans to get the uh, to get the dub in this one, whereas myself and Matt have both gone with the Cardinals. I reckon the Cardinals could be a sneaky outside bet for um, a deep playoff run this season. 
they've uh, recruited well with their free agency pickups and uh, yeah, I reckon they've they've definitely strengthened on defense. So looking good. Yeah, looking I don't good. think that's too bad a shout. I mean, the Cardinals have been sort of circling that kind of area for a while now. Like as as is always the case. Like, so I had this conversation with a with a friend of mine the other day who's a Broncos fan. And I said the problem for a team like the Cardinals and a team like the Broncos is they're in such a strong division. Mm-hmm. So the Broncos, the Chargers, and the, and the Raiders are going to have the problem that they're all they're they're basically playing for second place at best because they are, no no team in that division is going to overtake the Chiefs for the next ten years, arguably. So if if Mahomes continues at the at the level he's on, they're only ever going to be like finishing second in the division, which means they they can't get a home playoff game. So they're always going to be up against it on the road in the playoffs. So, um, and I think that's the same for the Cardinals. You'd argue that the Forty ers the, the Seahawks, and the Rams are arguably are str- like stronger teams than them. So. It's just whether or not they can actually put it together and get above one of those three teams to win the division. But we'll see. Speaking of the 49ers, uh, we've got another unanimous um, slot. We've got, well, we've got uh, four in a row, actually, on the uh, unanimous picks. So we've all gone for the 49ers to beat the Lions in Detroit, the Bills to take care of business against the Steelers at home, uh, the Falcons to do the same against the Eagles in Atlanta. Um, sadly, we've all gone for the Chiefs to um, kind of stick stick one on the Browns, which is sad, sad times. But I'll, I'll have to check because the Chiefs at home. I'm pretty sure the Chiefs are at home. Chiefs are at home, yeah. I thought that was that would probably be quite a decent game. That should be yeah, a great I think game. It's going to be a good game. Should be a great game, but you'd you'd have to be a bit of a fool to be backing the Chiefs. Well, backing against the Chiefs in any game this season, let alone ones where where they're at home. So yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be very surprised um, if the uh, Chiefs lose that one. Uh, we've also all gone for the Packers to take care of business against the Saints. But in Jacksonville, now um, I made a note of this one because obviously with everything that's going on with Hurricane Ida at the moment, New Orleans has, um, I don't know if it's had, had like a state of emergency declared or something yeah, like that, but they've, they've had to move the team away from New Orleans for the last couple of weeks. So I think they've done some training at Dallas um, and I imagine they're already over in uh, Jacksonville currently preparing for the game on Sunday um, obviously massive changes for the uh, for the Saints this off season because they've lost arguably the greatest quarterback in the game in Drew Brees so they're making the shift to Jameis Winston has been named as the starter um, tough 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 ask from opening up against the uh, Green Bay Packers so yeah, no surprises there. We've all picked the Packers to get the win there. Um, the next one on the list where there's a bit of a difference in opinion is the Denver Broncos at the New York Giants. Now, three of us have picked the Broncos for the win in this one, whereas Andy 
obviously see something in Big Blue this season. Do you know where talk us through that pick, Andy? Or is it just that you just don't think the Broncos are very good? Uh, I, I like being being a closet Cowboys fan. I am a closet Broncos fan. Uh, I was a Broncos fan okay. for, for me. closet about it. You are a Broncos fan. Yeah, I love the Broncos. Um, but since since their last Super Bowl, um, they they have not been a good team and year in year out they weirdly seem to get worse they seem to get further and further away from being from being good um and, and I, I think it's unfortunate because the broncos have a lot going for them you know mile high stadium um accounts for a lot you know there's a lot around them winning home games left right and center um and it's just a shame that they can't utilize the the things that they have going for them um, this is often that thing that the Broncos often have a, a, a solid defense, but just nothing else often. Um, when I looked at that pick, it was very much a the, the smart money says put the Broncos down, but then at the same time I was like, I don't know if I can. So I threw caution to the wind and put the Giants down. Just, you know, mixing it up this season. Having a shit fantasy team. Well, you know, it's not like it works for me in other podcasts. Like the way that, like, you pick that blind without knowing anybody else's prediction, but you still manage to play for points on it. Some would say I'm known for it. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Uh, so there's uh, three games remaining in the uh, slot for this weekend. So the last game is or the last game on Sunday um, in the regular two time slots is the Dolphins travelling to New England to take on the Patriots. This is another 50-50 split. Uh, both myself and Andy have picked the Dolphins to get the win, whereas Stu and Matt have gone for. The Big Mac, I suppose, if we're going with that sort of storyline, <laughs> to uh, to beef up the attack. For um... do you want to do you want to know? I'm, I'm going to give you a little prediction, a season-long prediction for you, right here, right now. If you thought the Patriots were bad last season, <laughs> strap yourselves in, boys and girls. I think they are going to be woeful this season. Nah, this. Disagree wholeheartedly with that. They've done a lot of uh, a lot of transactions in the off season. They've, they've made that offense a lot better than it was. They've given they've given well at the time it seemed like they'd given Cam Newton some uh, some extra weapons and stuff like that. Whereas obviously now they've uh, given the keys to the castle over to uh, uh, Matt Jones. So. Well, we'll see what happens. Still, I, still, I don't think the Patriots will be as bad as they were last season. Still, still waiting on the, the uh, still waiting on the news of where Cam's gone to. Is that have I missed that one? As of yet, I believe he's still unsigned. Really? But he'll get picked up by somebody. What, like a vaccination centre or something? That's not going to happen, is it? <laughs> well, that seems seems unlikely, but. Might, it might convert him. But then you say about they've done all these transactions and stuff, but by how recently they cut him, surely there was a point where they were building the team with 
him in mind and then have gone ah what now so like I don't know I'm I'm on the fence with that I still I still think they'll win at the weekend but I, I think they'll be at least as bad as they were last time the Bills the Bills will win the division anyway so it doesn't really matter because the Bills oh, yeah Super Bowl isn't it well the Bills are the Bills and they're the bomb if you will so um Okay, that, so that, that takes care of all the games in the regular sort of 6 and 9pm slots. So that moves us to Sunday Night Football, which is the Chicago Bears travelling to LA to take on the Rams. Surprisingly enough, we've all gone for a clean sweep on the Rams on that one. Um, obviously not not feeling the, uh, the the old red rifle to uh, you know pull out the W for his, for his latest new team. Um... Poor old Andy Dalton. He's, he's only going to get like two games and then Justin Fields is going to come in and just make him look like he's a bitch. So, that's going to be fun. <laughs> and last but not least, we have the Monday Night Football game, which I believe has been put in this slot because it is the first game in Las Vegas with fans in attendance. So, we have the Baltimore Ravens travelling to the desert to take on the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, I think you boys are all a bit crazy here because I think there's a lot to be said for home field advantage and you've all gone for the Ravens, you silly, silly boys and I have gone for the home field Raiders. So, explain yourselves. What are you doing? What's the matter with you? Give your heads a shake, etc, etc. Uh, why, no, why do I that one. I mean, I mean somebody who picks the Raiders... Over the Ravens might need some medical help. What? Because it's an incredibly inspired pick. Yeah, inspired by you know the voices in your head. <laughs> All six of them that are arguing over an insane choice. Listen, don't you worry about it, Andrew. When you just just you wait till the, the wee hours of Tuesday morning when. Josh Jacobs is dancing in for his seventh touchdown of the game and he's tossing the ball into the black hole, giving it all this, pulling out his, his inner Rob Van Dam, loving life. It'll be incredible. Just okay. You okay, well, in that case, I'm going to say there's going to be a 30-point difference in that game. I'm going... <laughs> I'm going Ravens... Ravens 40, Raiders 10. It's going in the book. Hang on, Raiders 10? Yeah. No, no, no. Andrew, each touchdown is worth six points. So if Josh Jacobs is going in at least seven times, come on, you know how to do maths. No, I don't. You silly boy. You've seen me do maths. He said about the three of us explaining the picks. Obviously, Matt's not here to talk for, for his own pick of the Ravens. That's but we, we, we clearly know that it's because Mac Andrews plays for them. So. I, he, he, was, a, he was saying he at the weekend... sort of fear of that name. So He was saying at the weekend how sad he was to miss out on Mark Andrews for his, uh, for his fantasy team. Because it's his... And, 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 he wasn't even talk, and he wasn't even talking about the NFL fantasy. He was talking about his wrestling fantasy draft. <laughs> So that, that, ladies and gentlemen, brings us to the end of the predictions section of the podcast. 
And as any long-time listener will know, that basically brings us to the end of the podcast. Um, normally, I'd ask if there was any other business. Um, is there any other business? I was gonna, I was gonna brush it under the carpet. There. I was just gonna be like, no, I can't imagine there is any. But that would be rude of me. So, I'm, 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 I'm taking from the shaking heads that the audio listeners can't see that there is actually no any other business. All that's left for me to do is say good luck to you, Stu. Oh, that rhymes. Uh, for our our you, first matchup of the season, uh, good luck to uh, to um, James. Um... <laughs> you filthy tramp! <laughs> uh, and to you, Paul. May the best man win. Uh, thank you both for for. Coming on here with me and, and doing the dance that we like to do for four months of the year. Um, look at him, look at him dancing there. Uh, speaking <laughs> of dancing, uh, tune into the YouTube channel for the next many weeks to watch us dancing around our pigs. Right, gentlemen, thank you very much, and I'll see at least one of you next week. Bye bye for now. So there you go, what do you think to that? Week one is so close, you can basically smell it now. Big thanks to you for joining me and Paul, and uh, big thanks to you for listening along. Bigger thanks if you're one of our lovely subscribers. High five to you. And to get one of those lovely high fives, just click that subscribe button wherever you get in this podcast, and uh, you can redeem your high five. You can also jump over to thecookiecast.com, got a load of links over there social media email uh and just a general bit about us and uh yeah you can drop us a line that's it for this time until next time i'm going to say bye and i'll see you then